I'm just saying, if they can fix John Bobbit up, man, they can put that dude's <laughs> <laughs> hey, finger back on, man. You're listening to the Tech Petition Podcast, episode 58. If they can fix John Bobbit. The Tech Petition Podcast, back after a short hiatus. Um, we have me, Clarence, Carl, and James. How you guys doing? Great, pretty man. good. Doing good. I'm enjoying my uh, yeah, new employment. <laughs> I think I haven't <laughs> been on since a, a month. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, sure have. Like it's been about at least two weeks where we didn't see the Browns. Yeah, yeah. I was last time. Well, one time I was in Dallas, and the other time I was doing something else. I was in uh, Dallas two weeks ago too. Yeah, good nice. back in Mississippi. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Um, dirty South. The dirty, dirty. With more tornadoes on the way. Oh gosh, don't remind me. <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of tornadoes, let's drop some bombs. <laughs> Bungie has signed with Activision. Boom, boom, Sign boom. of the apocalypse. Sign of um. A marathon sequel on all platforms. What do you guys think about this? Halo on the Wii. Well, a Halo-like uh, game no, on the Microsoft Wii. owns Halo, so that ain't happening. Yeah. But, well, you know, Perfect Dark was still a golden eye, so... <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if they do anything close to Halo, uh, they would get sued, so... Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like I said, that's that's Microsoft's, so they, they, can't, they can't do nothing with that, but... I'm I'm hoping they create a marathon shooter, and that would be awesome because Halo's actually um sort of based on marathon. Yeah, which, that old first person shooter. <laughs> yeah, it came out around the time Doom did, but it was Mac only, and it was quite a popular game. I mean, as popular as a Mac game can be, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also thought this could be kind of a bad thing because uh, Activision is such a big company and. Yeah. Basically, with Microsoft, they were getting they were like the number one player, and they were getting like VIP treatment. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see where they're going to fall in the fray among all the developers that Activision has under his belt. Yeah, I, I read into this a little more, and one of the good things about it is that it, I don't think they'll be pulling Infinity Ward anytime soon because all Activision is doing is distributing their games and publishing them. Bungie still owns the rights to all of their IPs. You know, they own the rights to their games. It's it's, it's more like a pressing and distribution thing, you know, sort of like how what um, Master Pre had with Priority Records. Yeah, well... That, that sort of thing. Yeah, but the, there's still the marketing as- aspect of it. And like I said, with Halo, Microsoft yeah. put a lot of money into marketing. And it's just going to be interesting to, interesting to see if Activision uh, puts those type of resources behind this title or these titles of, will come out. I kind of think they will just because of the fact that um, <laughs> um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is pretty much dead. And <laughs> so they, they, they're going to have to put their money behind something. So I think it's perfect timing. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still think they may have taken a big chance Signing such a long contract, ten years, they couldn't have went for five or three. Or, no, <laughs> well, test the, the waters. It's like they just went all in. You got don't, Yeah, the way I see it, um, Activision probably poured a bunch of just like infused Bungie with a bunch of money, 
I mean that that's the only reason I only only logical reason I can see them for them signing for ten years. And you know? <laughs> and like another thing, it, it'll also be interesting to see if the quality of game will still be as good since they're going to be programming for multiple platforms. You know, you heard the yeah. the stories about how hard it's a program on a PS3, and also the different online uh, services is going to be a lot harder for them to program for all those different systems and they're basically going to have to branch the team out and, and do some segmenta- more segmentation than than what yeah. they have been doing so I don't know it could be a bad thing on that aspect it could, it could uh, cripple them as far as how good the game is going to be I know this will never happen but it would be nice if you could do cross platform multiplayer yeah. Yeah. that'd be Speaking great talking about it, but that's one of those things it's a, it's a publisher by publisher Thing, they would have to set up the servers for that. So, say if Infinity War, if Modern Warfare 2 did allow that, Infinity War themselves would set up the servers. Well, see, that's the thing. They, 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 like, I don't know as far as, if it, as far as Call of Duty goes, it's not centralized anymore. You know, it's just, it's like Xbox, Xbox Live just actually just serves as like a relay, but the games are actually hosted on one of the one of the what am I trying to say? One of the okay. person people one of the people that are actually playing X is the host of the game and they all connect to it. Well the so, thing is it's gotta have the server do that to to switch up the signals because the signal yeah, is yeah. slightly different. So uh, they would have to set up their own server that would decode and recode make everything. Well see I mean I, I don't I mean I don't think I don't think it will be even be that complicated because I mean if they're using the same game engine and the same data, you know, all the all the console is going to be doing is sending information. You know, it's not going to matter that it's a PS3 or Xbox. Just think about um, think about all the different configurations of computers and how they all talk to each other. You know, well, yeah, that was the same I, thing. I, I, I don't don't think. Yeah, well, I don't know shit about programming, so that's probably just out of my ass. One thing I do hope though is because uh, you know Steam is pretty much almost ready or about to be ready for Mac. So I hope yeah. the Mac people can, you know, play with us PC think uh Team Fortress players and and stuff. So that'll be, you know, more more people to play with, more left for dead and et cetera, et cetera. It's great yeah, it's great. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's great that they're doing this for the Mac, but it's kind of a moot point because you can install Windows on Macs now. So But I will <laughs> what once they make it final though, I will be downloading it and testing it out. I didn't download. But I do have to admit, as far as the cross-platform gaming, there's just going to be so much flaming and hating going on because you're going to have 360 versus PS3 pissiness, and then you're going to have the PC guys that will come in because if they're going to do cross-platform, they got to let the PC guys play. Yeah. They're going to be that old uh, controller P- versus mouse. Yeah, if they did that, the PC guys would dominate, would <laughs> yeah. dominate console people. Like I'm not even joking. Yeah, mouse, <laughs> mouse precision analog sticks cannot match that yet. Uh, well, I, I, the Wii I, people I, might hold up. That'll be funny, you know. The Wii people be slaughtering the 360 and PS3 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, That'd I can admit, maybe when the move comes out, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, yeah. who's gonna buy a move? Uh, like no one's gonna buy the move. <laughs> They're not gonna move any of them. <laughs> oh, okay. We need to move uh-huh. on. <laughs> Speaking of players, what you got? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, my first item is um 
I came across this story a friend of mine posted on his blog, and it's about uh, the, the Yike bike. And what the Yike bike is, it is a uh, basically an electric bicycle. And it, I don't know if you've seen the video on the website, but it, it's, it's, it basically allows you to pretty much go anywhere you can on a bike, but, you know, at greater speed since it is electric. And um, it, it folds up pretty small, so you can just... Uh, fold it up and put it in a bag or backpack and, and you know go to your job or whatever so I just thought this was a cool thing that um, you know we can look at and talk about for a minute I wonder if it's strong enough for you know big men <laughs> that guy was zipping around I, yeah. I'd probably do better walking uh, yeah, he was like little... like going in between cars and stuff I'm like dang <laughs> so how many how many miles does it get on the charge uh you know what? There are not many details about it as far as the specs that are on the site. But it is. But, nice little funny video. YouTube. But I'm assuming it, you wouldn't be able to walk, ride around all day in it. So, I mean. True. And like Carl said, weight may be a factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're a big man. You know, you might, you might only be able to travel five, five miles an hour and only get about 300 yards or something on the charge. <laughs> Yep. Oh, it's got headlights. <laughs> oh, that's what that is out to the side. I thought those were handlebars. No, they are handlebars. I think they're both. They are handlebars. Okay, oh, both. Like it, it can currently travel nine to ten kilometers on one charge, which that's what about five miles or something. Something like that. <laughs> so not very, not, not very far. It's not bad. I guess if you're going from office building to office building there. Yeah, I mean it's 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 built urban. It's not built for us guys out here in the sticks. That's that's built urban. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't be going anywhere in. That's for sure. I, I could probably make it to Walmart and back from here. You know, <laughs> can make it south when we talk about Walmart. I, I, could, I could make it to Brett Forrest's house and get shot. And... Now, what would be, <laughs> now, I gotta admit that what would be cool is if in the little if you could have different ways to set it up, like if you could set it up where it's uh, contracted state, as like it was a little crotch rocket. That would yeah. be funny. Like a, a few more specs. Uh, it, it is limited to 25 kilometers per uh, kilometers per hour, which I don't know how many miles per hour it is. And uh, it takes about 20 minutes to charge at 80 percent capacity. So, which that isn't bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Plug it in. That's really good. <laughs> that's very good. Wow, 20 minutes to okay 80 percent. So you probably get about ten miles. Or? Yeah. They should throw some solar panels on it. And... <laughs> yeah, put a. <laughs> yeah, you could travel farther or further. <laughs> yeah. It's like who else? Who else had a very ugly unicycle? Was it Honda? Or or somebody? Yeah, like that that. Oh, yeah we I talked know. about the Honda one. <laughs> yeah, I, I brought one with your lean. Yeah, like everyone's making a a one wheel traveler. That's not a unicycle. That's a bicycle. It's like the old style where you had the really big front wheel and a small back wheel. There's no pedals. It's electric, dude. Yeah, yeah, but check this out. I just found the price. Get ready to uh, spend quite a bit of money, which isn't horribly bad. $4,450. Which I I expected to be a lot more than that, to tell the truth. Man, that, that, that's the quarter of the price of Camaro. Are they trying to replace the Segways? 
Wait, do they still even make Segway? Do people still buy Segway? I'm pretty sure they still make them. I see them on movies and stuff. <laughs> the yeah, they still make the Segway. I swear, if I saw somebody in Hattiesburg running around on Segway, I'd try to kick them. <laughs> and then it, but it, doesn't it have like an auto-balancing actuator in it? You know, they probably spin around and lean and still not hit the ground and stand back up. Well, they only won't fall if they're if they're able to maintain their balance. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Segway won't fall, but they might. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. You clothesline somebody on a Segway and they lay almost completely flat, and then they just come back up because of the way of balancing itself. <laughs> is that how they, is they have hold on tight? Segways were used in filming The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> But moving on to my next story, um, it's an iPad story, and in the and the thing about this is, of course, the iPad is is going to be supposedly great for books and magazines, and what you have with magazines, you have a new new concepts that are coming from uh, designers and stuff on way you can make content more interactive, and that's one of the things you would expect from the iPad, something. Uh, there's more than just a static everyday page that you would see or, or a magazine that you would see uh, in the stores. So what they've done is if you click on the link, um, this is a TechCrunch article, and it's just so showing the way that if with, with enough um, creativity you can design something uh, truly creative as far as magazines. And... I don't know if I can explain this video. <laughs> an animated magazine cover. Yeah, basically a, a, a animated magazine cover. Uh, it's like a DVD menu. Yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> yep. all, for all intents and purposes, yeah, it's just almost entirely like a DVD menu. Yeah, moving portraits. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, if if they they would probably take a static image of this for like the regular magazine cover. So like when you see the interactive one, it like. Uh, animates to look exactly like the static magazine cover for the store, the one you yeah. put in the store or whatever. But, yeah, I just thought this was cool tech, and, and we're probably going to be seeing a lot more of this as we get um, as we get more uh, tablet PCs and you get more, um, or pads, should I say, or slates. And 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 if they ever come out with the... the um, the, the fast refreshing e ink or the color e ink, if they ever come out with that, we'll start to see a lot of stuff like this come to fruition. Yeah, yeah that'll bring up a question. Like, what is the projected battery life of the iPad? Uh, I've heard it lasts for days. <laughs> oh, really? The iPad does? Yeah, I don't know. Let me see if I can find the exact time. But people, wow. I heard people okay. talking about it all the time. They say they don't have to charge for days. Wow. Wow, because I was wondering, like, because you're going to be reading books and stuff. I, was wondering, I, guess, like, I guess if you just read books on it, then maybe. But I can't see if you're playing videos and listening to music, it lasted for days. Two things to think about. Constantly streaming the Wi-Fi. Yeah, two things to think about. I've heard people talk about it, and they said, like, the inside of it is, like, 80% battery for one. Oh, okay, well. I <laughs> it's a huge battery. And, and, and number two, no multitasking. So if you take those two things into consideration, you should be able to get a couple of days better life off of it. Sure, sure. Let me see if I can find something that gives these. Okay. Because yeah, I was wondering if it had like a, I don't know, a battery saver mode for like reading or something like that, where it dims the light just right, can hold that static screen without, you know, killing the battery power. 
I don't think it does, but oh man, all the animation have you seen like all of the turn page turning and stuff? I doubt it. <laughs> yep. Everything. Love my it. <laughs> okay, do you still want one, Clarence? Yeah, I still want one. I mean, okay, I'm reading some stuff online. Uh, a few people are saying between uh, 11 and 12 hours of continual use. So, and unless you just own it all day for every minute, it's going to last a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, my fiance's netbook has an 11 hour battery in it. Though she'll probably see more like nine, I guess. Yeah, well, that's all I got, so. <laughs> cool. Go, Carl, okay. go. Okay, we can move on into mine. Uh, let's see. I think I'll start with the one that probably will be quicker. Um, everybody know Nintendo uh, kind of sh- shot themselves in the foot with the DSi XL with the announcement of the 3DS, which now is rumored to come out this year in wow. October at that. Like, Okay, that's like it's two DS iterations. Well, you know, the 3DS, I think they're saying, really is the the successor to the DS. Um, so, yeah, not, a new system by Nintendo supposedly rumored this Yeah, proper successor. I, mean, I don't know, dude. This doesn't surprise me because it's not like they've had um, groundbreaking innovations in the world of DS. They added a camera. Well, they added two cameras and they made the screens bigger. I mean, you can't tell me they've been spending all their R&D <laughs> money on that. So <laughs> it's not really a big surprise to me. I mean, it makes sense. The reason the DS came out, what, four or five years ago? I think it's only been... How long had it come out? Three, three, four. It's, it's been a while. Well, yeah, because it did like for a little. Yeah, cause for a little while, it did coexist with the GBA because Nintendo was afraid. It is fat. Yeah, because they were afraid it wasn't gonna sell, so they didn't want to call it the successor. But then it did great, and they said, "Yeah, it's a successor." Yeah. Game Boy Advance did. But well, <laughs> I mean, DS didn't really take off to the DS Lite anyway, so yeah. And I gotta yeah. totally agree with Carrie. It's the DS is isn't revolutionary at all. <laughs> all it did was add another screen. That's all. A touchscreen. Yeah, touchscreen. Touch <laughs> okay, I give the touchscreen, but as far as graphics, the touchscreen and the second screen is the only thing it really added. Well, but, we did the same thing. Yeah, true, it, true. But it didn't improve no graphics. Just Nintendo just gives you a new way of input. And I hope everybody and people. Well, I mean, uh, my, my whole my whole my whole point is like when they launch a console, they're already planning the next one by the time they <laughs> launch. And this thing came out in two thousand four, the original DS. So I oh, mean, yeah, it's are, well are way we really surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's actually overdue. Yeah, this thing was supposed to come out last year when I, when you really think about it. Because Nintendo you want to put five years behind their consoles. But I'm looking forward to it. Put having a accelerometer in it. Um, put having Orient. Put have a, an analog stick, a rumble. So it's pretty much going to have everything that you usually have to separate and add to your controller or to your system. Uh, two screens think it's uh, going to be smaller than DSXL. I'm interested. See what those 3D screens really going to do. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> hopefully it's not too expensive. Yeah, that's another just- thing. I just don't. Wonder. I mean, I just don't see the point in 3D screens, three small 3D screens. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But like I said, I have to see it. If, if you, the, you should, you should get to see it. If, if the 3D, if the 3D tech holds up, it should be really awesome. But other than that, I don't really see much 
and the addition of the accelerometer, I don't really see much they can add to really improve upon what they have other than graphics, which they've been needing that for the past five years. Yeah, the thing that I was thinking of too, you know, since Nintendo's new successor, I kind of wonder what Sony is going to do with a successor to the PSP because I feel like they truly wasted a very awesome, you know, aesthetic design for the sequel to the PSP by making the PSP go. Like if the PSP Go would have been the next PSP with a touchscreen and you know a accelerometer in it as well. Or it doesn't camera. need a touchscreen. Yes, it does. Everything has a touchscreen now. Dude, dude, like okay, the DS has had a touchscreen, and I can tell, I can count on my hands the amount of times I've actually used it. Oh, I play puzzle games all the time, and they they're perfect for that. Pretty much like 90%, 90% of the games on the DS don't even, like, it. you you may can use it, but you don't even have to, you know, use the, the stylus. So, so, so the, the things that the PSP can improve on, touchscreen, better graphics, but I, I, I'd also wonder if they would, like, try to branch into other fields with the device, like maybe add in the space for a SIM card or something to be used as a phone or... Uh, what other ways you think they can improve on it besides those two things? I think they should try to try to divulge into something else just to make it a better device. Because as great as the PSP is, it still hasn't taken hold. Yeah, they should go ahead and put a phone a SIM card in it because the battery life already is crappy. Three so. G everywhere. <laughs> give up on give up on analog. Make the whole thing solid state. I mean. The PSP Go, if it had better graphics, I would I would be happy with that personally. I mean, I don't really care about the touchscreen thing that much. Yeah, they really hurt themselves though taking that UMD drive out. So people had people bought all them games, or people who want to you know not let go of the used game market. Like even the well, I don't know the 3DS possibly is probably gonna be the same. But it's not it's not gonna have a, a a Game Boy cart. It'll probably have a DS cart. That meaning you can still, you know, get some second hand games and even though usually virtual even though the virtual game the download games are usually cheaper. But I don't know. You have no tangible, you know, physical copy. Uh. Oh well, but uh moving on, <laughs> um <laughs> staying in the mobile area, uh HP, Hewlett Packard buys Palm. Um, I definitely didn't see this coming, but it actually made me smile. I was like, hmm. I, I used to want a Palm phone, but didn't get one because the only place to get one was Sprint. And then when I read the specs of the phone, I didn't want one with such a small screen uh, because now it's at Verizon, which is my carrier, but I, I'll wait. But I think it would be very awesome to have a netbook, an HP netbook, that also has um, you know, a secondary or, or dual boot in the Palm. You know, like an like if possible, an instant boot. You know, like two seconds or one second instant on. When you you know when you don't want to you know wait and need full access to your system, just want to check email or or browse or. And then plus, you know, netbooks are pretty much like what most cell phone companies are having now with Wi-Fi. So you know, they could put a SIM card in that thing as well. Um, you know, you make your phone call. Even though I guess you can use Skype, but well, you can use Skype over your Wi-Fi. So. Yeah, I I think I think this is a pretty good deal. I'm looking forward to, you know, the next iteration of Palm or what Palm devices are, could come out. I kind of miss Palm. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if this is a good deal for anybody. Uh, 
other than the patents, I really don't see the point of the deal. I guess I guess WebOS is a good operating system. I haven't really seen much of it because I've never seen a Palm device in a while. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe HP can can do something with it. I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of worried a little bit though because HP makes good printers, but I never really cared much for their computers. Yeah, the computers aren't, aren't the greatest hardware out there, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do do they make any type of handsets right now or HP? Uh, I think they got. I think it's called the iPack or something like that. I mean, not iPack. Why get iPack from HPack? Pack something. It was it was something they had. Some little. I don't think it was a phone. I think it was actually a, a PDA, which <laughs> no one really makes anymore. Because really, smartphones are just PDAs with SIM cards in them. Well, I mean, with cellular technology. But yeah, um, but I guess um, move on to the next item. No one cares about Palm or HP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one thing everyone does care, seem to care about, is Apple and Appleware. And Apple is suing, is well, not suing, well, probably suing, but now has a big investigation going after the Gawker Media guy, uh, Jason Jason Chin, who pays five thousand dollars for an allegedly uh, oh, lost um, iPod. Which supposedly it really was lost because they say the the guy who worked for Apple was calling the German beer stein bar or whatever, asking that anyone turned it in. <laughs> so it was truly lost merchandise. Um, <laughs> the guy bought it, you know, pretty much told the world he bought it, reported about it, and then you know get, sent it back to Apple when they asked for it, and hit now all his personal, you know, internet activity and whatever is being scrutinized because. The investigation has seized all of his equipment. So yeah, I wonder what this means for Gawker. Like, could it could, uh, could Kotaku get in any trouble? Or and what makes me wonder too? Did he take his own five thousand dollars and buy this, or did he receive you know clearance from Gawker and you know wrote a wrote a check with Gawker on it for, for the guy or something? So, it, I, I mean, would... I think he deserves it because it, it, it was first of all it was stupid to buy a phone that you knew. Was stolen. You knew, you knew it, it. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, it was stolen. You know, yep. the guy that got it lifted it from the store knew he wasn't. He knew it wasn't his. He probably you stalked know. the guy all day waiting for a chance for him to put it down. And besides, <laughs> and besides that, I mean, if you're gonna post a video, which you probably posted like, uh huh, I got an iPhone for you. <laughs> You know, put your put yourself behind one of those screens and muffle your voice and just show the phone. You know, don't don't. Be like, hey, look at me! I have a stolen phone. I mean, well, the thing is, if you find something in the bar, I mean, that you know is not yours, unless you, I don't. I mean, it's, it's a fine line you have to uh, that you can cross with this because I mean, if you see a scoop and you know you got a scoop, of course you're gonna wanna wanna post it and get the hits for that. But at the same time, you can't just take something out of yeah. a bar knowing that yeah. the person's gonna come back for. Something it would that be, important. It would be one thing if he found a phone, you know. Yeah. That would be one thing. But he knew the phone. Somebody else found a phone and he bought he it, from, bought it from another person. I don't know exactly what law was broken here, but, I mean, he had to break broke some laws doing this. Yeah, so. well, in California, I think if you if you normally buy stolen goods, it's, you're breaking the law, I believe. So. Yeah, so, I mean, he's just... Yeah, he's well, just, that's anywhere. Good. Anywhere, if you normally buy stolen goods, it's the law. I mean... It, it's a... Yeah, and and the thing is, like reporters like pay for stories all the time, 
So I don't know if he's trying to use that I'm a journalist uh, out to get to get uh, you know to not That's get in for this. And what his lawyer's trying to do, I think. Now don't get me wrong, he broke the law, but they didn't have. I don't think they had a right to go get all his computers out of his house. I mean, I think I think both parties acted like idiots. Yep. They should have just they should have just arrested him, forced him to tell them who he bought it from. And if not, he spends time for obstructing justice or whatever. Because it was $5,000, so that's over a felony. Um, oh, yeah. Because that amount that he paid for. Because, like, the phone probably, you know, wasn't worth that. Or, but because he paid that, he put that much value into it, pretty much making his uh, <laughs> his crime even greater. But there's no telling yeah. how much money Gawker has received from the ad revenue hit. From people hauling ass to get info on items. He just better hope Apple doesn't sue him because I mean, this is definitely civil suit material. They disassembled the phone, took pictures <laughs> of the entire thing. You yeah. know. They just—I mean, he just better pray Apple doesn't sue him, which I don't think they will. But, but yeah, it's like Gawker Media is having a hard time because uh, I think Kotaku Japan uh, also got in trouble with. Uh, I think with the Konami and the Metal Gear Solid people. Oh, uh, now that because, uh, I don't know worried about that. You heard about that one too? About uh, one of the head guys he pretty much owns Famitsu, and then they Famitsu was like in the game, and they got all this extra yeah. like the, uh, the, guy, the, the guy that was like work. the editor in chief for Famitsu. He's appearing in on um, these ads in the magazine, playing Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, and they gave Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker a perfect score. So I mean. They do had a point. There's something going on there. And what what happened was is that the guy, a guy from America wrote it, but you know all that stuff gets syndicated to Kotaku Japan, which is owned by somebody else. Yeah. And um, Konami and um, Famitsu saw it on there, and um, Famitsu sent them some kind of letter, and Konami uninvited them from it uninvited them from like the the Konami um, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker lunch. I mean, I. <laughs> dude had a dude had a point. I mean, there's something going on there. Like you can't come to our party because you said bad things about us. You meanie. So <laughs> so so I got a question. I got a question. So if you find, just say you find top secret government papers, you find them. Is it? it do you have to turn those in? Pretty yes. much. Yep. Anything you find, you know, <laughs> turn it in. If no one claims it after a certain amount of time, then they give it back to you, and you can do whatever the hell you want with it. But the point but, is, you don't have no right to tell people what you saw or what you had. Uh, correct. Wow. Yeah, but by, by doing that, you're claiming it as your property, and meaning it was someone else's property, and they can say you stole it. But it which is yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. Now, if they would have saw the iPhone. In the in the bar and took pictures of it in the bar. I mean, I think they'd be fine, you know. They took it home and dissected it. And <laughs> yeah, they took it home and ripped it apart. <laughs> and plus, that that dude must be the Carl of, of Gizmodo. He's like, oh, look at me. <laughs> I got something before all you do. Yeah. I was just like, what a douchebag. <laughs> I'm not a douche. Have y'all seen the video? Yeah, I saw it. Of him. It's like I was like, come on, dude. He knew he was doing something wrong, but but I, I granted he did have the scoop of the freaking century. So I mean, I mean, was it really a scoop? Yeah, it was a scoop. You don't yeah. think so? I, I bet you. I bet Gawker Media well, has, I mean, has probably got a million dollars in ad I mean, revenue. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I guess it's sort of a scoop, but I mean, when you think about it, the phone was, they bricked the phone. I mean, yeah, yeah all we had was a shell, really. I mean, it was just a shell and a bunch of parts, yeah. which the final 4G iPhone probably isn't even going to look like that. Yeah. And, and and pretty much the fallout from the whole story is pretty much negating the the value of the scoop that he's had. So I mean, yeah, it's really null and void. And then they, I mean, to make matters worse, they posted like the dude's Facebook account that lost the phone. I'm like, are you serious? That's just stupid. Like they deserve to get sued, man. <laughs> and did you see uh this German uh the the, the country of Germany like? Uh, sending the guy like free tickets to come over there and get free beer. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, people like they say there's no such thing as bad advertising. If you can get the publicity (laughs) and do what it takes to get it. But wow, yeah. Lesson learned, kitties. Don't buy stolen merchandise and then tell the internet you bought stolen merchandise. (laughs) Stolen merchandise? (laughs) Merchandise. Goods. (laughs) But yeah. Well, moving on to the next topic, though, or something I'm pretty sure lots of people know about and are very excited about, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, Who's man. looking forward to this game? Who has some good some good to say about this uh, you know, future title? I'm, well, I'm, I'm being so negative, but I'm really not a fan of the art style. Otherwise, I'm excited. Hmm. Well, that's just, that's just I, the actually, teaser. I haven't at any yet, so... I'm, I'm excited no. to see how the final product is going to look, because I just... It, they ought to be able to do some really cool things if it's going to in fact be 2D rather than it's going to be 2.5 like Street Fighter they're using another engine but like those character models that they show those screenshots those are how the characters are going to look that's the style they're going with yeah they look like high res Tatsunoko characters (laughs) Ryu looks like a (laughs) Cro-Magnon well he he was too much all the I guess it's better than the old. Well, no, it's still close to the old like, muscular the only, Street Fighter Four people. Only design I like is the Iron Man one. The Iron Man one's cool. The rest of them look just ridiculous. Like <laughs> Ryu has a pea head, like the girl from Bayonetta. <laughs> Wolverine's arms are bigger than his uh, torso, I think, or something like that. His shoulders look like they're swallowing his head. That said, I am excited because I love me some Marvel vs. Capcom. Too. Like you know, also, also speaking of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 or Marvel vs. Capcom, um, I have an HTC Touch Pro 2 phone and saw some videos where they have a very stable PlayStation 1 emulator running on this freaking phone and they was playing Marvel vs. Capcom Part 1. Some, some Off the PlayStation where you had to, in order to actually cross over, you had to pick the same characters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I guess I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those games sucked on the PlayStation. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, was it Saturn had had the better version, didn't it? Yeah. Good old Saturn. Poor we Saturn. couldn't do we couldn't do 3D better than the PlayStation, but the 2D it was a 2D king. Yep. And those are all my topics. All right. Wow, we're 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 like on the news today. My goodness, <laughs> like more Apple news, <laughs> Mr. James. All right, well, uh, let's see. The first topic I have up. Oh, we haven't changed the doc in a while. Uh, I do. Oh, did I? Well, no, no, Carl. Did I talk about the dude losing his finger already? 
if he had done it. But I mean, he was a bigger guy, kind of older, you know, not not like insanely old. I think he was in his forties, from what I could tell the the video. But yeah, first recorded iPad right there, baby. That sucks. That sucks. I know that makes me think of. Didn't they have those old stories about the Apple thieves? They cut their hands off or something like that. What? All right, Dead Space 2 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Dead Space 2, um, which got mentioned a couple months ago. First official trailer is out today. It got leaked yesterday a bit early, but got yanked off of YouTube very quickly. Um, Being uploaded by a thousand other people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, for those of you who don't know... Uh, in Dead Space 2, Isaac Clarke does return. That was our protagonist from the first one. And he's just about insane, pretty much. Because if you've played the game, you know that the marker screws with everybody's head. Well, he's still screwed from that. And it's taking place two, two and a half years later. Um, it was just a teaser trailer, so very, pretty much it was a whole lot of... Uh, CG. <laughs> ink blots. Oh, cutscene. Well, well, no, it wasn't CG. It was a whole lot of ink blots. Ink blots uh, put up. That were animated and made look like the necromorphs and stuff, and Computer like you got animated. some screenshots and some movement oh. videos of uh, some of the newer enemies. I guess that's connected to but like it's going crazy. To, you know, hmm? I said I guess that's connected to like going crazy. What you say? You know, you know the psych, the psychiatrists always make you take ink block tests and stuff. Okay, makes sense. Yes, yeah. all I watch. Wow, and I like the way this helmet came on. For some reason, it makes me think of a Mega Man character. <laughs> it makes me think of Iron Man as well. With the, oh, but yeah. it's much more the uh, the Iron Man armored adventures, the way his suit set up. But this is definitely a game I'm going to be keeping an eye on because I, I love the first one, and they're actually adding in a multiplayer element to this one. Co-op? Um, I don't know if it's going to be co-op, but what it is is the first one took place on Ishimura. This one's taking place on what's called the Sprawl, which is basically a huge-ass space station on one of Saturn's moons. Like, it's the entire moon. So it's huge. It's probably about – they said the, the amount of air you're going to have to run around probably be at least a good 20 times that of Ishimura. So Bigger and bigger. And yeah, and pretty much it's not uh, it's not Isaac's the only survivor. It's basically he's Ripley in this one where he's been shit. Nobody really wanted to believe him. Or he no one really knows what's going on. They got to get his ass up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much what it is. Oh. All right. <laughs> I guess that does it for news. Maybe. Yeah, this that was like an hour long news segment. <laughs> yeah. We gotta we gotta cut down these news topics and have like <laughs> or one apiece. Because, like we do a whole cast just on news. But moving along. Who's trying who's watched trying? Oh, deals of the week. <laughs> oh, good old quick deal, as everybody knows, um, which still amazes me. Mario Galaxy two is pretty much just a month away. And if you're gonna buy it, pretty sure you were gonna buy it, um, but if you are going to buy it, make sure you get it from GameStop, Walmart, or Amazon. Um, get you a $20 gift card, so that's a $30 game. Well, or a $50 game, plus you spend $20 more at the store. 
of which they well, I mean, would they give you twenty dollars off your next purchase? But yeah, this is a game I'm buying anyway. Um, thankfully, me and my wife are a member of Amazon Prime, so we went through them and got you know get the free you know two day shipping, so we should be able to get it you know like pretty much very near or pretty much on release day. Looking forward to playing this game. Very beautiful game. So hey, you know, save that twenty bucks. Go ahead and pre-order. You're gonna buy the game anyway. Don't say ah, I'll just go in the store and buy a copy because you know twenty dollar promotions may be gone after release day, which I guess uh, companies are trying to, because all three of these companies actually do I think deal in resale of games. So uh, I guess this is a promotion to. I guess this is another way to show publishers we're trying to push people to buy your, you know, titles new. Cool. Oh, your right. Who's watching Tron? <laughs> yeah, I watched Tron again. Uh, just wanted to see it because, you know, the new one's coming out. And it was, I re- rented it the DVD on uh, through Netflix. The quality of that is it's actually still very good. I'm not sure what the art style is or what or how they did what they did. I'm guessing it was just blue screens everywhere because it seems like no one casts a shadow. Because, um, but the, the show, the, the show looks great. Um, Love the computer lingo in certain areas. Um, definitely had me looking forward to the sequel. Um, but yeah, you know, if you have a chance to, um, it definitely w- wouldn't hurt. And I probably don't have to see it, but I, I think it definitely worth seeing. De- watch the Tron, watch the first Tron before you watch this Tron. Yeah, because they're both just called Tron, right? It's not even called Tron 2, is it? <laughs> no, it's like, Tron Legacy. Tron, Tron Legacy is the same. Oh, okay, okay. I would say, dang, that's like not a subtitle or nothing, but I know this is a sequel and not a, a remake, so. But yeah, yeah, check out Tron. Yeah, Disney did great. Also, this also makes me want to go ahead and play some Kingdom Hearts, because I hear the Tron level on there is actually very great, too. Oh, and also re download that old first person shooter Tron game they had came out for PC a while ago. It was interesting. Oh, I didn't even know about that. I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah, very yeah, beautiful. I, I saw the- yeah. I saw the trailer trailer for uh, Tron Legacy, and I got to tell you what, that really made me go, I, I definitely want to see this. <laughs> so for someone well, who has it or can't remember seeing the first one, if I did, is it worth seeing? I mean, is it a great, good movie? or? Yes, it, it definitely holds up to the, to the test of time. If you like video games or computers, or even if you, even if you don't like them, it's still, it's still a good story, decent action. It makes you chuckle. A little bit from the gaming aspect, because you know when you see, you know some of the tricks they do. Um, it's very interesting, um, but yeah, it's, I say I say watch it, um, watch it again if you have seen it. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, don't want to spoil it for you, um, even though I'm not sure I could spoil it for you. But nah, it's a good show. And I finally learned what Tron is. I thought I actually thought Tron was the hero. Tron was actually just uh, another was I guess the hero program. But shows how much I paid attention back in the eighties when I was little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just listen to the theme songs. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Speaking of theme songs, um, why were why was Naruto trying to rap to Killer B? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was very funny. I, I can't wait. He's like, to what did he say to him? He's trying to make rhymes. Let me let me go through here. What did he say to him? It was something funny. <laughs> Give me a second. Wait for it. Wait for it. I can't remember what page it's on, so I'm having to flip through each page. But yeah, he tries a fist bump with him, 
um, on his island where I guess he learned how to control the eight tails and he rhymes to him. All right, I'm on the page. He says, your glasses are cool. You ain't nobody's fool. I came here to go to school. Yeah, boy. And then in the next frame, he says, your sunglasses rule. You look like a tool. And he pisses him off. <laughs> so, so, so who is who is Killer B? Uh, Killer B is the, uh, the Eight Tails host. Um so like you know, head, like each each of these dim, each of these demons, like Naruto has the nine tails, Gar had the one tail, I, I think, or whatever he had. They got extracted from him. But anyway, each village has one of these people. They call what do they call them Jin Jinchuk something with a J. But it basically just means Jin-chirk. demon host. But yeah. Anyway, this is he's the one from the Lightning Country, and um his brother is actually the Raikage. Which is the leader of the um the light in village, I guess. That's light what that means. But anyway, yeah, um Akatsuki's about to go to war with all of the ninja nations and they're trying to hide Naruto and Killer B because they're the only two um demon hosts left that haven't been um captured by Akatsuki. So they're trying to keep them safe. And Naruto has to go to this island because he's um actually they broke the seal on the nine tails. And he's trying to learn how to control it or something like that. I can't really remember. And he wants Killer B to train him so he can control the nine tails and use all the power without turning into into like a demon and trying to kill everybody, friend or foe. So um yeah, and this is them meeting for the first time. It's an interesting chapter. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is uh you know, since it's a black and white comic strip, you know, pretty much every character you meet is I guess you know there's no color to him. His outfit is like pretty much blank, but he has color. <laughs> yeah, Killer B's a black dude, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's that's what that's why I like <laughs> that's why I like this this um this this sort of arc in Naruto because you actually see black people. Oh, yeah. stereotypes. Oh, and the funny thing about the light, <laughs> no, they they aren't they aren't stereotype black people. You know, like, well, I'm just saying when, the fact that he rapped to was stereotypical. <laughs> Well, he's the, only, he's the only black person that rhymes. His, even his brothers look at him and they're like, his brother looks at him like, what an idiot. <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess sort of stereotype, but I mean, if you, the way they, the way the, the context of it, he, it's more, more of him being vain of himself than him actually being like a stereotypical, like stereotype. Is that even a word? Stereotypical <laughs> stereotype? You know what I mean? Stereotypical? <laughs> <laughs> And like just for those who don't know, also uh, you know, um, what's his name? Kabuto has Orochimaru inside him, and he's pretty much revived every. Ew. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, he has that big white snake in him. Uh, yeah. Whoa. He, he's revived all the Akatsuki members that they kill, except for um, the Hidan and, and Kakazu, because the leaf still has those two uh, dead bodies. Question: but, who No, you, no, he did. Who do you did, think he, he just needed their cell? Who do you think he showed the Madara? You think it was Madara's old body, or you think it was the fourth, fourth body? Who you I think, think it was? His, I think it was Madara. Actually, I think it was uh, his uh, his brother. Oh, his brother! I didn't even think about that. Wow. Because I, I have no idea who else would would give him pause. Yeah, it probably was his brother. <laughs> but it yeah. could have been the fourth. Because we've heard tale of it and, and mention of it, but we've never really 
got to be shown exactly how badass the fourth was. That's true. You know, because from, from what everybody talks about, everybody was scared of his ass. Hashirama Sinju or something like that. Yeah, he, they were just as scared of him as they was of. Uh... He was like he was like Catcher Freeman, man. He was he was the ninja. <laughs> he was like he was like Batman. Greatest ninja to ever live. Came about the water like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> but they're moving on. Uh, more Naruto news. Um, <laughs> the the anime finally were getting closer to seeing the Naruto pain fight in motion and not still. Uh, you say lame? Dude, the Naruto anime so lame. And this fight should be great. You know they. they had, <laughs> the Tachi Sasuke fight was good. This the Sasuke Naruto fight was great. The Garbage. And the, the, even the introduction to the cartoon shows, you know, Naruto and uh and Pain, you know, meeting. It's like, in a, story, opening. It's like a story arc of, of good stuff and then filler. You know, the story arc of good so stuff. They, they, they kind of did that to get caught up, and then we get the Full Metal Alchemist again. Because the original what? anime Full Metal Alchemist caught up to the manga, and they had to diverge it instead of just stopping it. And that's the reason why we now have the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because it's going the original route that the mango. Yeah, it's entire. It's, follow, it's following the entire storyline. There's no filler in it, unlike this. <laughs> so I mean, I see what you're saying, though. But but the thing is, though, that was the thing in Japan, where it's much bigger than it is here. They got a huge amount of fallout from the fans, and the fans straight up told them, "We want." To stick with how it goes in the manga, so Which, that's. I mean, don't get me wrong. The original Full Metal Alchemist still sold because I mean I enjoyed the original one because I hadn't read the manga yet. But once I read, well, I never read the manga, and I'm enjoying the original story a lot more. So I mean, yeah, I agree with you. But my thing is, they need to do like they did with Buso Rankin and just wait till the whole thing's over before they start animating it. <laughs> that way, we ain't got to worry about all the wasted time and filler. Yeah. And- it's like Nova Hero Watsuki. Because they did the same thing with Ronnie Kenshin. So, um, what Nova Hero Watsuki is like, you're not, you're not animating another one of my mangas until it's over. <laughs> well, it, it's one of those things, it depends. Like, there's been good filler. There's been filler that's been a lot of fun to watch. But now, I gotta admit, after the Sasuke Naruto fight, the, what was it, 75 episodes of filler before they hit into Shippuden. It was uncalled yeah. for. It was like one or two episodes that were fun. The rest of them was like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that was the, reason, the reason Naruto had like two years worth, well, yeah, what you just said, like two years worth of filler. I, mean, I was like, come on. Really? <laughs> and I, they, they said Chippity was not supposed to have any filler, but it does. It, it does. You know, the funny thing, too, is like I'm just noticing, like I knew Disney XD had Naruto, but I didn't know Nickelodeon had Dragon Ball Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, that surprised me. So I'm like, I said, okay, didn't Dragon Ball Kai get edited to, you know, be, you know, just quick with the story and all the good, you know, adult stuff kind of still in? So it means now it's being. Well, no, Dragon- actually, actually, Dragon Ball Kai was made for kids because, like, oh, you know, okay. like, like if you watch the recap, they like show some clips from Joke Goku and Dragon Ball. You know, like in Dragon Ball where they show is junk, it's actually covered up by like a leaf and stuff. So. <laughs> I mean, they they still edit it on top of that on um on Disney XD or whatever it's on, but yeah, it they actually geared that one more towards kids. 
or try to, even in Japan. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough anime talk. <laughs> um, I haven't talked in a while, so hey, have you guys played Tiger Woods online? I started on playing. <laughs> it's like I, I doubt it's we like, played the same one. <laughs> it's like Combat Arms, but awesome. Because you, you make your little golfer, you make your character, and you can play, like, most of the courses are free. So there's, like, a free part where you can just play the golf courses, and then you can pay to play them all. Uh, the microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got microtransactions, but it's also got online multiplayer, so we can all get on and play around the golf together. And, I mean, it's really cool. The graphics are nice. Um, For a browser game, they're very nice. I mean, it's kind of crazy to see how far we've come in the past ten years. Like, five to six, seven years ago, this would have been, like, the best game out there, just about, as far as looks. Well, maybe yeah. a little further back, maybe ten years back. But it still looks darn good to be in a, brow- a browser-based game. Yeah. If I just saw it, somebody playing it on the computer with a full screen, I, you, there's no way that you could tell it was a browser game. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the one thing about golf, though, like... You should be able to just max out your system with a golf video game because what all is it really calculating besides well, possible win and, and elevation for the ball to roll and be deviating? Other than there's like no true collision physics, mainly. But it's still rendering like 3D though. Yeah, it's still rendering landscapes of grass and trees and leaves and shadows for all that stuff. So I mean, but yeah, that's true for a browser. <laughs> So I mean, it it can still because like I mean, it runs perfect on my system at home. But when I play it at work, I mean, when I <clears throat> when I play it away from my 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 home, it's like really choppy on, on my on my other computer. But it just has Intel graphics, but it does run. It just it's very choppy, and I I, I can run it at home with everything maxed. Awesome. But yeah, check it out if you haven't. It's a good game. Yeah, we need to jump on to play. Get the EA and Battlefield Heroes. Would anything else they trying to put on uh, for some good online free play? I would. I hope that the next, like the next PC version of like the NBA 2K game. I would wish that it would come out like this because it'd be awesome. But I know that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they make too much money off of sixty dollar uh, this. This is, but I thought the same thing about Tiger. So. Which the PC, the PC game for for um the PC game is only twenty bucks. So I mean. Oh okay. They wouldn't be losing that much money. It's only twenty dollars. Wow. Yeah. Two K ten. Well, well, I don't now know about twenty dollars. Okay. I don't know about two K ten, but two K nine. When I bought it, it was twenty bucks, like brand new, because it didn't have any online play. But I don't know about two about two K nine or two the new one two K ten. I don't know about that one. Let's look. Golf, <laughs> golf is meant to be played on the Wii. <laughs> All right, who's From next? Silence, <laughs> dead silence. <laughs> Speaking of online play, Super Street Fighter Four, Carl. Yeah, um, it seems my Street Fighter Four skills translate well into Super Street Fighter Four. Because you know what? Oh, it's the same it? game. You got it, Carl. <laughs> oh no, uh, James has it on PS3, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna wait for PC version. I finally heard, found news that it is coming out probably mid summer. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get it on Xbox. What's that for? Because those controllers, those that controller actually is not that great. The, uh, don't get me wrong. I could play it on a PC and it would run fine, but, you know, not everybody has a PC to run it. And I want to be able to play with people. 
there's a the people are still playing. I get very good, uh, like good challenges. Yeah, yeah. You have to tweak all that stuff and turn the backgrounds off and jump. I mean, that's <laughs> not the optimum experience. Well, also, I, I find it odd that you'd say that, Carl, because if you are getting a PS3 with uh, the tax returns and stuff like that, I don't know why you wouldn't go and get it because you can use your SciTech and you wouldn't have no problems. I was yeah. going yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get a PS3, but that was until my parents gave me my Blu-ray player back, so... Won't be getting one. But yeah, I'm kind of thinking, like, like I, I like that I can fully, you know, map my buttons on the PC because it that really is uh, very disorienting to have to reach to the left to do the, the three buttons, and using you know the of uh, the, you know the third the six buttons on the front as the three buttons that that just messes up my strategy, and plus um I I guess you can say I'm like surge or just add it to my game score my gamer score or whatever of those achievements, and then I'm always on my PC which is another thing so this. So, so, James, I have a question. Uh, so you have the game. You've had a lot of time with it. Is it worthy of a of a whole other title, or should it should have easily been a, a patch or update to the existing title to the uh, previous title? Uh, I'm still on the wall on that. I have not put in the time with enough of the different characters to find out. Uh, some of the things that they said they were going to do, they didn't. Like uh, oh, one of the man. biggest gripes was. Reuse uh, light dragon punch into his super to ultra. That was supposed to be out. It's still in. I got tagged with it three times last night. Uh, so um, are all the characters unlocked this time? Yep, yeah, no all one. the characters are unlocked. Um, if you'd already spent the money for the costumes for Street Fighter Four, but you didn't have your game anymore and you deleted out the the game data save, you know the big like if you installed it. You can go to your downloads and re-download the costumes so you don't have to pay for them again. They're already there. Dude, I uh, buy it just because all the characters are like, I never unlocked all the ones out of the regular game. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I have to say, I didn't actually play, but I sat there and watched you guys play for about an hour. Um, new characters, but it basically looks just like the same game. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, well, see, I, I play with Goken. That's who I play with. That's who I play with almost all the time is Goken. Like, I got to play with him. I love using him. Uh, I am started using Jury, and I'm really liking her. So if you guys see me, Dark Dragon 007 on PSN, that's me. And if you beat me, well, I just suck anyway. If you lose to me, you suck more. Sorry. <laughs> so but uh, I'm just being honest. But uh, there are some things that are different. Uh, Ken and Ryu do move a bit differently. Um, some things are easier punished. Uh, one of the things that they did do is they gave Goken back a much bigger frame window to go through the fireballs with his uh, thrust palm, which, godsend, I love that. Uh, now, what's interesting is earlier today I watched the G4 review, and you know what, Carl? They, they did not have really anything nice to say about Guile. All I could think was they haven't watched Carl play with Guile. Would they say he suck or? They said you would not be seeing Guile winning any tournaments anytime soon. They did. Uh, he is a little different. His, I think his recovery time has been uh, increased a little bit from the Sonic Boom. Um, his Sonic Hurricane 
it's out too far to the front, so you know you got you got that gap kind of. Uh, it's still hard to jump over if you're all the way on the other side of the screen, but it should be a perfect chip damage attack um, to get somebody with possibly could combo it. Um, the other thing I really hate they took out though is uh, you know when you win around, you still had that one last second to you know get another hit in. <laughs> I actually missed. I actually I really missed that. Like that was great to add insult to injury because you know you win a match with a jab. And so instead of the character just falling, you know, they would, you know, just stun and, like, drop to their knees, you know, screaming and fall out. I would, like, love to hit them, let them hit their knees, and right before they hit the ground, I'd pop them one more time, you know, just to rub it in. And, like, I really missed that. But, yeah, I do feel the difference with Gal. Um, I think Gal's attacks are hurting more, though, to be honest. I think they actually increased his damage a little. But they didn't do jack with him, really. That guy, I, like... Ryu's uppercut now hits twice. They really could have made his flash kick hit twice, but and I still like the game. I'll um, hopefully on PC they'll knock ten bucks off it, like uh, like they did previously. I think they knocked twenty bucks off it uh, on the original version. So if I can get this one for you know like twenty bucks or thirty bucks, I'll probably get it. If it's not that price, then I'll get it on PC. If it's super cheap on PC, I'm gonna get it. If not, I'm gonna get it on PS3. Well, it's one of those things. It's it's too early. Like uh, I just started doing orientation and stuff for a new job that's going to be for like eight weeks. So I really have not had the time to sit down all day. Like some of my friends that have been doing that, just been sitting down and training, and that's it. Like I actually finally got them to hop online last night to play. Um, they've been putting in a lot of time. I have not been able to put in enough time to truly delve into everything on the game yet. So uh, – Expect within the next week a full-on tech petition review of this one. Oh, did you uh, did you beat him when you played them online? Yeah, I didn't beat Harold. He was using T Hawk, and uh, you know Harold with the three sixties. T Hawk does have a very cheap strategy. I have to admit, it's smart. You know, I just got to learn to beat it. Because um, you remember that new move they gave T Hawk? It's uh, basically like his uppercut move, but he goes straight across the screen. Yeah. If you know your distance, you can stop right there on somebody, and they'll be stuck in their lock animation, and then you can do the 360 grab. He did oh, that. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, that's did no, that, that is not a problem they did, too. The command throws are overpowering again. Oh, yeah. They hurt. They hurt bad. <laughs> Especially for Tiok, because Tiok's so much more mobile than Zangief, but he's almost more powerful. Than Zangi, so I think uh, I think T Hawk will be getting patched soon, just because he's too much, and I think there's gonna be a lot of people that'll say something about that. Mm-hmm. But we'll just have to cool. wait and see. He's playing online mostly, I've been seeing Ken's Ryu's. Same. I, I haven't I haven't even fought a Sagat yet. I fought a couple of Blancas, uh, a couple of Juries, but mostly it's been T Hawk, Zangief, Ken, and Ryu. That's it. Cool. cool well, who got who's got for Dead do passing? I have it. It's definitely not worth it if you got to buy it on three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a, if you got the P, if you got the PC version, go get it. It's not worth it to buy. It's not worth the seven PC version is free. Yeah, PC is free. You it's... bought it on three sixty? Uh, no, I got it free on PC. I thought it was free. Wasn't there one for Left for Dead? The first Left 4 Dead. Oh, that one hasn't came out yet on PC oh. yet. Oh. Well, crap. I guess I'll have to download that one. But yeah, free on oh, PC, oh. 7 bucks on 360. 
Wasted money. Oh, that reminds me. Sorry, guys. That reminds me. Uh, my buddy that's been all about Street Fighter, he lives, breathes it. Everybody out there, keep an eye open on PSN next Thursday. Because supposedly, the new costume packs will be free <laughs> on PSN next Thursday. Uh, the 360 ones are supposed to be free today. So a one-time download attempt is what it is? Like if you miss yeah, it, you, it's like you have to one, pay for it if you want it? Yeah, it's a one-day freebie. Cool. <laughs> so I, I just remember that. So keep your eyes open. It could be false. I mean, it's the internet thing, so you never know. <laughs> but definitely, definitely keep your eyes open. I will because if I could get the costumes and I have to spend five bucks, or actually it'd be ten bucks for the full pack. Well, we all know how it is by saving money. So keep an eye open, people. All right, Carl, what's this about a touch screen or a netbook? Oh yeah, uh, well you know the iPads and stuff are taking off, and everyone's making a a net a tab tablet system, touch screen, whatever. Uh, well, I had to fix, I had to replace the screen on my netbook because it was broke. Um, so I said, well, if I'm gonna open this thing up, I might as well put a touch screen in there too. So I bought both. I now have a ten ten point two inch touch screen on my ten point two inch netbook. Um, and it's great. I wish I could jerry rig a way to put a hinge or uh, an additional hinge on my screen to you know turn it turn it around tablet portrait style to hold it like that. But it's great. Works good. Um, you know, of course, it's, there's a little lag um, if you're trying to do some some speed stuff or whatever or dragging stuff around. But I, I pretty much now have me a tablet netbook. Um, bear in mind, though, um, problem: the 10.2 inch screens are expensive. If you have an eight an eight inch netbook, you can get a touch screen for like 40 bucks or 30 bucks. Uh, but if you get the 10 inch one, it's going to run you 70 to 80 bucks. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel as though it's added some value to my netbook, and I'm very happy that I successfully installed it. Though I ran into microphone and webcam issues, so I just had to disconnect them. Not sure if it's something I did wrong or if the internal USB hub that the uh, touchscreen came with is messing up because it seems like it's sending too much voltage to the webcam because the webcam is like getting hot. So I, I just I just went back in and disconnected them. But I guess I don't really use that. Uh, I have a USB mic and whatever. But yeah, I recommend if you have a netbook, don't and you have someone or you feel comfortable yourself doing a little work. It, it requires no soldering. It, it requires no, you know, connecting any, uh, you know, what you do. It requires no soldering, so you don't have to, you know, pick <laughs> weird, weird places all over the thing to, you know, put your wires on. But other than that, I say do that. Get one of those, um, install it yourself, and you have your own your own touchscreen. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome, Carl. Thanks. Huh? <laughs> I'm just laughing at this this social networking customer service thing, my brother. <laughs> Wait, customer service for social Wait. network. Bring us home, Clarence. Bring us home. Uh, yeah, in the tech round up here, uh, I just want to talk about uh, customer service and having companies with a social face on social networks and what that means for us and how it could be a pro in that, you know, we could finally get the service we need in this indirect manner or it could just be a place for us to go and rant and get out, you know, uh, our feelings about how much you hate a particular company. Case in point, 
recently, um, I disconnected my time on the service. And, well, before I disconnected, I was going to extend it a couple of days. But be that as it may, I had just a horrible time with Time Warner. And, you know, I, I did what any normal human would do. I tweeted about it. <laughs> so, uh, my first tweet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Time Warner customer service is great until you actually need them. You know, that's what I put first. And then a few minutes later, I get this tweet from Time Warner telling you, <laughs> we are here to help as well. Let us know if there's anything we can do. So, you know, and this goes on. I write them back one more time. <laughs> I say I've already wasted an hour of my life trying to get help from you guys. Thanks for the well played sentiment. <laughs> and then you know they finally write me back one more time and give me an email address of you know to actually you know email them and, and get the help I need or whatever. But at that point you know it was, it was really past the point where I needed help. I just needed a place to rant and get my feelings out because I was just pretty much pissed about it. But I mean that just goes to the greater point of. Do you guys think it's right for companies to be on social networks and be trolling? Because basically all these companies have, I don't know how many people per company, trolling these social networking sites and seeing if there's anything bad said about their company. And in that case, if that happens, they're going to like contact you or do something to make it seem like their company is better or you know they're actually trying to help people or whatever. Wow, so that's what really happened. So you, they saw you tweeted about it. They found your tweet and tweeted yeah. back to you. Yeah, because they're trolling. They're probably searching on several keywords, um, especially Blame new names. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're searching on the hashtag and they're also searching on um, not the hashtag but the at their at address and they're also searching on any keyword you know that has their name in it. So I mean they have people dedicated to this and this is all they do. <laughs> blame, blame Newegg, dude, because like the first place I've ever seen anything like this is on Newegg because people start writing their reviews, and I guess Newegg lets the vendors have their own accounts, and somebody will like completely blast a video card or a processor, and then next thing you know, you'll see AMD or NVIDIA or MSI or whoever. We're sorry you had problems <laughs> with the product. Well, if you need assistance, please call one eight hundred. Blah blah blah. You know, but it's like you know, it's pay- like you said. Sometimes you just want to vent. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want any assistance. Don't help me. It's too late want... now. I just want to talk just, about you. I just yeah. want to scream. I don't want to. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it, like even with like with Twitter, it's a not. I mean, you mentioned New Egg, but that's kind of a closed system. But Twitter yeah. is like everybody sees it, you know. Yeah. And it's to the point they don't want any bad sentiment about their company. So they they have. It's, it just sounds funny that they actually hire people to do this. This is all they do is troll the, the, Well, it, it, it could have good possibilities to it because uh, if the companies actually do what they should with this is keep an eye open if something has some if they have something bad pop up, the people that troll pick it up, send it to the managers or whoever it is the analysts, let them look at it and actually see what it is people are having problems with. So if you have 10 reviews and eight of them have basically the same problem going on, then they can address that. Yeah. And make the product better. Yeah, don't get In me wrong. Perfect world. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong now. It's it's not without its uh, good points. If you read the article I put up on the site, it's, it's it's not without its good points. I feel it has a lot of good 
value added to to just a different extension of the type of service they can offer. But at the same point, I, you don't want to hear all the time you say something about a company. You don't want to always get a message back, blah, 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 you know. So, I mean, it's a fine line. Well, it, it's one of those things. I don't. I think there's a lot of the companies that won't won't really care. You know, they'll just try to blow smoke up your ass. So, I bet if you had used real profanity, they wouldn't have contacted you. <laughs> you pretty much just made a statement. You know, that, you know they're great until you have to call them, and they probably took frack as a, I don't know, a nice a nice angle word. But if you would have been like four little word, four little word, four little word, they'd have been like, ah, he's a lost customer. Moving on. <laughs> Oh man! It's uh, but I bet you it's probably the same people who handle their online chat um, who who are doing this. When in their downtime, they probably have to scour the internet for you know, mentionings of their of the company to see if they can. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That also reminds me too. There's a senator trying to get Facebook to put more security in place because you know they just pushed out their new stuff where other sites you visit can pop up and say, "Hey, see you like this on Facebook" or something like that. Be accessing your Facebook info. It's yeah, these yeah but you have to click for them to allow, to allow them to see. Now, they say that one, uh, this guy, this senator is saying that that one defaults to allowing them, allowing these these people to, these other sites, well, a few, I guess, top sites, so I guess respectable sites, maybe. I mean, what you like think that. What you think Google's doing, man? They're doing the same thing. So, yeah. but, but that but, sure, yeah, when you go to Google Ads, it sure do be sending me stuff about my local area. Yeah, but, but yeah, but I will say that it, Facebook keeps adding so much stuff, and it's getting to the point where they've added so much stuff, and it's getting so complicated. It's even harder for me to understand what's going on. So I know the normal person is not going to know what's going on with their privacy. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do like about Facebook, though, it still looks clean and not really cluttered. And I, I just, I, like like James said, I just reject everything. Everybody <laughs> in Farmville and Mafia Wars and, and sending me gifts and poking me and all that, that mess, I'd be like, ignore block application, don't want no more of thee, yeah, ignore that. I just keep mine plain and simple. Hey, you know me? Yeah, I know you. Let's let's treat this just like we treat LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I pretty much just block everything, too. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch well, an episode of South Park, too. Do not send us Farmville bullshit. Hi. <laughs> and we don't got- send us ever. All right. Before we go, I just want to mention one thing, and, and y'all may be like, well, Kerry, you're such an asshole, but um, I, I always link to MangaStream when we talk about Naruto. They do fast Naruto scanlations. They have them out by, like, Wednesday, which this week's Golden Week, so there's one this week. But anyway, couple, about a week ago, I saw, I noticed on their Twitter stream that they were working with a dev company to make an iPhone app um, that cost 99 cents. And I'm like, okay, you know, if you want to scan late stuff for free, you know, I, I'm cool with it. But you want to try to make money off of it? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I can't. Um, that doesn't sit well with me. So I email Viz because you know they scan like, like <laughs> they scan like they scan like Bleach, they scan like Naruto, they scan like a bunch of Viz stuff. So I email, I email Viz and told them about it because I just, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> I don't think it's right. I mean, you know what? You want to download something, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to pirate something and give it away. You know, that's one thing, but don't try to make money off of it. Yeah, it's cross line. I just think that's wrong. But anyway, that the was. thing about it is it loads perfectly in your in your phone mobile browser. What's the point of needing an, an app for that? Well, yeah, they they just wanted to make some money. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> 
Um, that was on the twentieth that they put that tweet up, and on the um, let me see where it is. It's it's like a week later. Uh, I can't find it. Dang it. Mission accomplished. Anyway, um, they ended up having to take the app down. I can't find the exact tweet, (laughs) but um, they were like. Um, unfortunately, Viz, um, Viz has sent cease and desist to our dev company and to Apple, and um, we we had to take our our all of the the ones that were scanlated by Viz down, which is like eight of the twelve that they do. So they're like, we decided to take the app down. So so was it the app already approved on the App Store? Yeah, it was up. Wow. There was a pa- there was a page for it. So apparently, you know, there's some stuff slipping through there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> as much as they block and, and scrutinize everything that goes through the App Store, how could they let something like this fly through? <laughs> and I Can think you- the bad thing about it is I think that's not the only one. But, dude, this thing was up for a week. One week. And it was 99 cents an app. And after Apple took their 30% cut, these cats made 800 let me see. They made eight hundred and fifty-one dollars and twenty-three cents. That's just a week. Wow! Is, wow. Like, can so, you can you put stuff on uh, Apple for free? On that, you can put stuff up for free, yeah. But okay. they this wasn't free. It was like ninety-nine cents, and they mm-hmm. made that much money after Apple took their cut. So I'm like, now they're saying they're they're just gonna put it up for um they're gonna donate it to Child's Play, you know, to Penny Arcade because oh. they can't they can't issue the people refunds. But I just, I just thought that was kind of funny. I wanted to bring it up. That's another, that's another question too. If you buy an app before Apple removes it, are you still able to use that app? Oh yeah. Now that, I, or can they disable it or something? I think so, because there's people still using like the tethering app that came out like the first what week when the iPhone came out or something. But yeah, how many people can say they sin- single-handedly got an application taken off the iPhone app store? <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering, was it just you was like a slew of people that... <laughs> well, it was probably more than one, but I emailed the dude the day it came out, and he emailed me back. It's like, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. Wow. Man, so, tell, tell the, send us some free uh, subs or something. Yeah, so give, give us some free Crunchyroll access. Or, well, I mean, free... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, stop uh, these torrents. They're eating up my, my, uh, my band cap. <laughs> Crunchyroll's gone legit, man. They got... Their stuff's licensed now. Well, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I said I want I want a free Crunchyroll membership. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they got some great stuff on there, and it's really, yeah. it's available the day it airs over there. I was like, man, that's great. And then I plus yeah. I want to watch stuff at least in standard def. You got to watch it in Hulu definition uh, for free. <laughs> Hulu def. <laughs> a new standard is born. Hulu def. <laughs> Hulu def. Oh. Well, another thing though is when is overseas, you have a lot of the places since there's so many foreign people for the soldiers and the families. There's a lot of the stations that automatically sub the shows. Well, yeah, I mean stuff. So generally, what Crunchyroll is doing is just recording what's there and putting it out. Well, actually, no. Um, they're actually getting the feeds before they're broadcast. <laughs> Yeah, they get it directly from the actual. They owner, get it direct. Right? They get it directly from the company. Um, no, what I mean is, is they're getting it from the company with the company subbing it. Yeah, but what I what I'm saying is like they they stream Naruto when it streams in Japan on TV. Like if you pay for their service, you get to see it when it airs in Japan subtitled. Almost live, almost. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's Those that's like Japanese commercials. 
Well, I don't think they do. I wish they would. They should get. I, that was one thing I, I missed. Like, I used to watch, well, I'm pretty sure it's still up, but I'll check, I'll check it out again. Watching some ja- old Jap- watching some Japanese TV show. Dude, Japanese TV is horrible, man. <laughs> just, I know it's probably, but it's just interesting and, you know, laughable to see Japanese commercial. Like, I know that that, that Japanese Ronald McDonald was hilarious. Yeah. I, the, the Nero commercial we watched on my Arcos was hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah. Country roll, man. They they get they they like when the when the stuff airs, they they air it. Like do raw raw raw, which is like one of my favorite new shows. They <laughs> they like bobo people. No, nah, no, nah, it's 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 made by the people that did um. Uh, I can't remember, but it's a really good show. Like it's it's sort of I'm, a I'm like bobo is actually good. Yeah, it, it it's worth watching. Like go to Country Roll and watch some of the, some of the episodes like that have played already and it's, good, it's good stuff. stuff but yeah they they show stuff when it airs which is freaking nuts <laughs> well i guess another quick thing i can throw out there too uh, since we were talking about country roll and i mentioned hulu did you hear that hulu is finna create a, a membership service well they uh, got bought by comcast didn't they oh i didn't know that yeah so wow. i mean that didn't surprise me we need to yeah, be free to comcast subscribers we need to Do be what? free to comcast subscribers i said where's our cockmast uh, that. <laughs> Cockmaster, Cockmaster. Sorry, I can't let that one go. All I gotta say, if it's if it's free, if it's gonna be paid service, no commercials. Yeah. No commercials. Yeah, and better resolution, shoot. And, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it better not count against your uh, your Cockmaster capacity. <laughs> Cockmaster cap, cap, cap. Mom. You have, you have cap, folks. Oh. Cap, Cockmaster. <laughs> Okay, I think oh, we've we <laughs> on your internet. Okay, too many cocks on the podcast. Let's, let's... <laughs> but, yeah. uh, oh. but I guess this would be the part where we say, "Hey, visit the site techpedition dot com. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, join, you know, follow us on. Do you follow people on YouTube or like us on Facebook? Boom, yeah, boom, like boom, subscribe. Boom, boom, yeah, subscribe boom, to us on YouTube. Boom, yeah, that's right. Boom, boom, boom. We, yeah. we will get the videos up, we swear. We promise. Yeah, and no one wants my free headphones, so I'll just very very give them to someone I know. Maybe it was that title graphic. See, it's gotta be fake. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> like, whatever you give it away, I don't want it. <laughs> Facebook, too. Most people know me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, follow us at Expedition Twitter. Send us questions. We love questions. Give us something to talk about. You got something you don't really understand? Ask us. Very very quick. Very very quick. Very very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs> <laughs>